KMOX at your service. Welcome to the Helitech Waterproofing Home Improvement Show, presented by Schleider Painting and Home Improvement Company. Schleider Painting, here's your host, Scott Mosby, on KMOX. All right, back together, lunchtime, hour two, KMOX, wisdom in the studio. So much to talk about, lots of things happening. The weather is upon us. Yeah, yeah, did you hear that? Snow? Yeah, Monday. High Tuesday, 26. Snow melt. Yeah, we're going to talk about snow melt here. Maybe not today, but by golly, you've heard me discuss it in previous weeks already here on KMOX. This is the Helitech Home Improvement Show, sponsored in part by Schleter Painting. Phone lines for your questions, answers, calls right now, 314-436-7900, 436-7900, toll-free, 800-925-1120. We have some wisdom in the studio. We have John Courtney of Helitech. John knows a little bit about foundation foundation repairs john good afternoon thanks for staying over for hour two no thank you thank you again scott for having me again uh yeah you know obviously been doing this with helitech going on almost 20 years so from starting as a labor to a lead man and lead man to foreman and worked my way up i've seen quite a bit of uh issues with structures over the years so i do uh, take great pride in what i do at helitech and making sure that we give uh, the right solution to a homeowner is interesting, John, just in kind of the life uh, uh, and career maturing process, that the more you know, the more you're in charge of, and the more things you seem to be, uh, you know, all the plates balancing in the air. Have you noticed that? Amen. Yes, Scott. I mean, obviously, it is. The, the knowledge is power. Isn't that what they say? So, yeah. uh, you know, there's, I, I could say going in day one, uh, you know, you're looking at 20,000 things, but that's why you look to your seniors or the men that have been doing it for a while, and you leaned on them and and from their knowledge I gained more knowledge and then working with people such as yourself uh, with your organization at Mosby Building and Arts and the and the great crews that you guys got over there is uh, is also a great education on the aspects that we don't do at Helitech. So through the years of, of working with you guys and working in the industry it has uh, gave me peace of mind of knowing the right solution for a homeowner. Well, John, have you been involved? Well, I know you've been involved, but in, in some of these products, I mean, companies come and go, products come and go, you know, there's, you see things yeah. on late night TV, I get questions every week, oh, what do you think of this thing? How do you, uh, how do you um, navigate that overload? Well, you, you got to listen. You got to listen what the homeowner's telling you. And, and a lot of times, you know, in my experience, they're seeing a symptom. But the disease is somewhere else, if you understand my analogy there. Yeah, so, you know, a lot of people say, well, it just leaks here. I, I want it fixed there. When it may be coming through a whole different other source of reasoning for that. And unfortunate in our industry, you know, like you said, knowledge is power. There's guys that don't have that knowledge or have that technology or don't have the engineering resources that Helitech has to where they are maybe just going straight to the symptoms and trying to fix the symptoms and not getting to the root cause. And that is what we focus on at Helitech is getting to the root cause of why that's happening. Because when we're giving the lifetime warranty of the structure, we're not just trying to fix it for Joe and Susie. We're trying to fix it for everybody that's going to live in that house. And Scott, you know as well as I do, when you're giving a lifetime warranty and you've been in business for four decades, you must be doing something right. 
Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it, it's interesting that, uh, you know, you bring up the point of the symptom. You know, my elbow hurts. Well, you know, 90% of the industry is going to rub some cream on, cream on the elbow right. and it'll stop hurting for a while. But there may be a cyst or a problem bigger than That's that. Right. And I appreciate your bringing that awareness to what is the difference between a symptom because as consumers, that's all I see, focus, and know. Well, and that's why you, you've kind of brought up the infomercial, and everybody's seen the, the screen door floating in the water. Uh, oh, yeah. And, and you know, and I've, I've been to homes that are brick foundations, older, you know, 100-year-old buildings that have 40 cans of that stuff in the basement. And oh, it, <laughs> I've I've seen some some uh, some Bubba tricks, as you would say, and uh, and and in in their mind, they're looking at symptoms. They're not getting to the root cause of why it's happening, and it's kind of like another analogy: a little boy putting his finger in a dike. Yeah. You're going to start chasing it in 20 different directions, and you don't know where it's coming from at that point. So yeah. I understand a consumer is going to try a lot of their own methods of fixing it. And, and I understand it. I mean, as myself in my own home, I'm going to try to fix some things or talk to some people. But if I can't figure that out, I know yeah. there's there's smarter people in Helitech that I could bring in and say, what is the cause of this? And that is what we focus on, is really making sure it is a win for the homeowner. So when, they, yeah. when they're done, they're done. Well, it's interesting that uh, the more you know as a professional, the harder it is to get people to understand that level of knowledge because first off you know i don't want to i'm in denial i I don't want to accept that you know i really have a water problem and Mm -hmm. you know spraying some magic on it isn't going to work you know so it's uh unfortunately that's where the scams come from so the the better informed more experienced companies tend to wind up sometimes losing the job the first time and then having to really undo you know, and then redo, and and then the consumer really gets pained. Yeah, I actually have a situation like that here in Kirkwood where, you know, consumer went with one approach, and that approach is still not working properly, and I have to go back in with uh, the Helitech approach, and this is with uh, our patented helical anchoring uh, that we put into the ground. And, and, you know, there's a lot of people out there that call themselves foundation experts. There's a lot of people in the industry who call themselves waterproofing experts. But at the end of the day— it is about the product that is the longevity. So our hydroway system, our AB Chance helical peering system or wall anchoring system or the engineering or just the history of Helitech, even winning the Better Business Bureau Award. I believe we have won the Better Business Bureau Award twice in the St. Louis area. And for us, that just shows us that the consumers believe in us. We're doing it right. And, you know, we're really proud of that. And we, and we hold that high because we want to make sure that the homeowner knows that we're there for them. Yeah, yeah. Well, John, I don't want to take you too much more. I know you're a one-armed paper hanger today and family <laughs> issues and all of that. So, man, I appreciate the, the visit and stopping by and seeing me here. And Scott, we really appreciate all, everybody at Helitech that you let us come into the studios and, and sit and talk to your, your audience and, and to be able to help them out with their issues. We really appreciate that with the relationship we've had over the years. Thank well, you for I having just, us. I don't let just anybody in here, John. You know, it, it's a, it's a high, you have to know what's going on to, to get here, brother. No, and, and we really appreciate that, Scott. We really do. All right. John Courtney, Helitech, uh, has been around the block many, many times, and he can do that for you as well. Uh, what are your contact information numbers there, John? If you want to get a hold of us there at Helitech, just call us at 1-800-246-9721. Again, 1-800-246-9721. If you're listening to Scott's voice, we probably service your area. 
Yeah, John, thank you very much. Uh, and kiss the kids for me. Thank you, Scott. Have a great day. Okay, take care. John Courtney, Helitech. Helitech is a sponsor of this show, and it took me a long time. I'll tell you a little bit of story. It took me, oh, I guess four years before I would accept a sponsor, you know, or, or being a spokesperson for Helitech because I, you know, my name means a lot, as does theirs. So, anyway, back to the Home Improvement Show. Phone lines here soon, and the phone lines are you. 314-436-7900. Bring them on. Let's go. 800-246-9721. Uh, we've got a full hour of your questions, your answers, and uh, we'll see how we can get this going here. Scott Mosby, KMOX. I truly am at your service. All right, back together, hour two, KMOX, bean time, lunch time. We're going to put the feed bag on the horse and see how we go here. We've got a very patient Chris that's still online. So uh, bring on the phone calls. I'm a little lonely here. 314-436-7900, toll free, 800-925-1120. And Chris, you're up, sir. Thank you for your patience. I appreciate you joining us on KMOX. Uh, no problem. Thank you for your show. I enjoyed listening to John. So um, I am considering remodeling a bathroom. I have a, I think they used to call them garden tubs. So a very large tub in my bathroom, and I'd like to replace that with a walk-in shower. Mm -hmm. My problem is that I have um, windows surrounding the tub because I like to look out while I'm in the tub. Sure. So I want to put a shower, but I don't want to lose windows. Mm -hmm. Sure. So my question is, A, I have blinds in the window now for when we have company because apparently they don't like people walking by and looking in. Right. Um, so I have blinds, and I know they make windows that have blinds that are controlled by a remote control, but I'm wondering if I do something like that and then I put a shower up next to them, is there, is there a window that can take the shower and the moisture from the shower or would I have to do like a frameless glass or something in front of the windows? Oh, no, uh, there are a lot of, we at Mosby, we deal with this all the time, and there are a lot of good choices. Um, and some of them are just timeless. Uh, for example, glass block windows have been around for 150 years. Um, and those can go into a frame structure, they can go into a brick structure. So oftentimes when we get into a uh, tub or garden tub, as you're describing, and turn it into a large, comfortable walk-in shower, might have a glass block window. It can also be framed with with a polyester or plastic wood material so you can actually have a traditional fixed glass non-opening in this particular way and etch that glass or put a covering on it to where it's kind of a frosted look so you can do that and still handle the water with that it's more around the tile or a waterproof surface that completely surrounds that window because the glass won't rot but pretty much everything that would hold it in does so you've got to be really thorough with that so you can go to glass block you can go to a traditional glass application it you know the privacy is still the issue don't over 
overlook outdoor shades as well. Uh, when you get into uh, oh, Florida and hurricane areas and high sun and security issues, there are outdoor power shades that can close so you can get, now you lose the light with it as well, which is why I like the frosting just a little bit better on that one, Chris. But uh, you can use outdoor shades that can close and provide the privacy with that as well as security. So what I, I understand what you're saying with the etched glass and the block, but then you, I can't see through those when I'm in the bathroom. No, ma'am. Anybody that anything you can see out of, they can see in. The other thing, well, when you, it, the problem is the shower, because if you put a, a blind in it, you can use the bottom up where typically, you know, the, the, the top of the blinds comes down halfway. And so you have a blind, but you're looking out at the sky. Uh, the problem is those are typically fabric materials or something like that that get, you know, they, they age quickly in a shower and a wet environment. So uh, there's, there is a compromise here if you're going to that shower. Even, even if you have a window, I, I can't think of what, but that have interior blinds inside them. So it's a double pane and then the blind is inside yes. the window. Is there yeah. still going to be a problem with moisture with that? No, but typically those have some sort of even if they're a vinyl window, you need a rocket science to a rocket scientist to install that window because it still goes into a wood opening. Oh, okay. So you can have and there are vinyl windows with the blinds, you know, an application similar to that that's sealed so the water doesn't really have an issue, but how you install that window uh is paramount to keeping the value of that. So Got it, it is possible. Um, and, okay, and the all right, very good. Because, and Mosby yeah. does bathroom remodel. Oh, my gosh, yes. And and frankly, uh, until you get to the windows, you know, kind of, you know, they're bathroom models and bathroom models. But when, when you're trying to get it so it looks as good 20 years later as it does now, that's what separates the big boys from the little ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, beautiful. Thank you for your help. I appreciate it. You bet, Chris. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Kind of an interesting topic, you know, uh, Chris brings up with the garden tubs. Many of you would know those as jacuzzi tubs or jetted tubs, uh, whirlpool tubs. Uh, and it's a it's been a bathing world. So uh, as we remodel bathrooms, I will tell you that eight, eight out of nine tubs are removed and turned into a feature shower. Because uh, as we get into analyzing, well, how long are you going to stay? You know, the age and the abilities of that resident, uh, whether it needs to have a step over bathtub edge or even a small curb on a shower, those things get to be hazards with time. Um, and we talked about grab bars in and out of the shower. Uh, I had Ryan Whittington on of uh, Senior Home Services, uh, and it, it was uh, it was important that uh, those simple things get done right, because a traditional bathroom design, traditional shower, can be a hazard. Bathrooms are the highest place of incidence of falls in a home. So, you know, it's very important to be careful with that. Phone lines here on CAMOX, 314-436-7900, 436-7900, toll-free 800-925-1120. Uh, there are so many bathtubs that are being sold because we, uh, we as, um, oh, 
bathers, we grew up bathing. It was before showers were a big deal. So bathtubs, for example, when I grew up as a kid, you know, uh, bathing was in a tub. We took a tub and took a bath. And then we added a shower head and then the shower was into the tub. Well, now fast forward another uh, several decades and we generally as Americans don't spend much time in bathtubs. And I had one of these questions last week on the Camo X Home Improvement Show that, you know, uh, houses that look good slash sell good and houses that live good. So this is one of those issues. Uh, and and I, uh, we as accessible improvers, you know, home remodelers, bathroom remodelers, we're not real big on bathtubs of any kind. Um, and I can go into that a little bit more for aging residents because, well, I grew up bathing, so I'm just going to do a bathtub. I'll step in, I'll close the door, and I'll fill it. Well, you know what happens to our bladders when you get that warm water all around us? Yeah, then then you have to drain that tub down, so you just spent all your hot water. And no matter whether you went before you got in the bathtub or not, you know, and then that water goes away, you step out. And now you refill that bathtub later, and the water's just not so hot anymore. So there's that issue. And then you're still stepping over a curb into that tub. So if you extrapolate forward and you wind up with some sort of a mobility assistance device, a three-point cane, walker, whatever that may be, then the zero entry, no curb, no step, no leap of faith, as we call it at Mosby Building Arts, uh, to get in and out of that bathing situation. And, and the lack of those barriers is pretty dandy. Uh, my wife and I, years ago, um, we travel, typically travel for education reasons, either as an instructor or a student on something around these topics I share on KMOX. Uh, and the best thing that ever happened to us uh, around the accessibility of what we do at Mosby Building Arts is they said, we don't have any more rooms. We'll, we'll, we can check you into an accessibility room. It's pretty late in the, in the day. And they you know, they really, okay, yeah, we'll rent it. You know, we'll give you that room. It was delightful. The space, the uh, lack of barriers, uh, the lighting was better. Um, all of that was comfortable. And so as a neophyte in that some 40 years ago, I realized, you know, you know, making things comfortable, easy, and safe is security. Uh, that and more here on CAMOX. 314-436-7900, toll-free, 800-925-1120. This is Scott Mosby. I am at your service. Bring on your calls. I know it's getting warmer out there, but you're out doing some home improvement, home repairs. You're getting the yard ready. 314-436-7900, 800-925-1120. Maybe you've got squirrel issues like the first call caller in hour one, Mike, did here on CAMOX. Back for more after this. All right, hour two, home improvement, lots of things happening. Phone lines, 314-436-7900, toll-free, 800-925-1120. Scott Mosby, at your service. Let's go back to the phones and talk to my friend Dave. Hey, Dave, good afternoon. Welcome aboard, sir. How can hey. we help? Hey, Scott. I was uh, listening to the other lady talk about the uh, bathroom windows. Yes, sir. And I was wondering, years ago, I don't know if even this product ever came to market or not, but they, I think they were called LED windows. Yes, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, very flip, much so. They, those Are those on the market anymore? Or, um, yes, uh, they, frankly. And I guess they're expensive. 
Well, they are. the The issue is they aren't all that uh, secure or or uh, opaque. So what happens? And uh, Marvin was a big one that brought this to the market. So most uh, major brands uh, still can get this glass. The issue is they where we have insulated glass. They also put kind of a an electric uh, electric something in between that in that gas. So when you yeah. put a small charge, very low volt all those particles line up in one direction and as they line up they kind of uh, opaque or fog the window if you have Correct. a backlight for example if that's a shower and you're standing there on the window but the <laughs> the wind the the light is behind you uh it's not as um a private as it was once before so uh it's kind of a cool thing and and frankly that has evolved into the you know the the television screens and computer screens into bathroom mirrors which is now becoming more prevalent so all of that keeps going so yes they are available and no they didn't take off like uh, everybody thought they would uh, okay i was just curious because i was listening to the lady talking i was just curious about it okay thanks yeah they they do work they're great they're just not necessarily someplace where you want to be uh you know in the shower <laughs> privacy <laughs> yeah. or, or extreme privacy i should say <laughs> There you go. Thanks, okay. Dave. Take care. Right. Good idea. All right. Bye now. And and again, I forget what they were called, but uh, uh, they still are out there. They're a little bit hard to find. And for the perfect application, which, you know, you can flip flip the switch um, and, and the window goes from clear to white opaque, you know, kind of like a an etched glass. And it's pretty dandy. Uh, all right. 314-436-7900-800-925-1120. Let's see what's happening with my buddy DJ. Hey, DJ. Scott Mosby here on CamoX. Hey, Scott. I had a question. I have a tree growing next to the corner of my foundation, probably about nine feet away. It's actually like okay. three trees kind of all grown to one. It was probably a nice small tree when it was in the uh, landscaping to begin with, but it's getting pretty big. Um, should I get rid of it? And what kind of problems can I expect if I, if I let it, if I just keep trimming it back? Well, it depends what kind of tree. Some trees like oaks are deep tap roots, so they'll drive the tap root way down deep, straight down. Most of the fast growing trees and ornamental trees have more of a surface root that grows sideways. And as those grow sideways, they're very slow. And the side of that foundation wall is very big, so it doesn't take a lot of pressure or PSI to push that foundation. So um, if it's once a tree gets a little bit too big, too big, you know, it's time to take it out and ideally remove that stump because it will manifest in future problems in some way. The first one you'll see is usually around sewers and drains and and drain, you know, waterproofing for basements and stuff. You know. They, they go after the water, and if there's water, they go for it. Gotcha. Okay. Well, that's all I need to know. Thank you. Yeah, you can call a tree guy, and he'll say he'll give you the same thing. You can call a you know landscape guy; they'll give you the same thing. But but if it was a wise place aesthetically to put a nice ornamental tree, I would suggest you just pick the right size tree that might be a dwarf species or something like that. That's a Mike Miller thing, but uh, you know certainly a, a good location from a design point is you know it's still a good location just a smaller tree gotcha okay thank you thanks dj take care and next up let's talk to my friend joanne hey joanne scott mosby here camwax how can we help hello yes ma'am you're on camwax yes sir uh i had to have a uh, 
Ballcock put into the uh, lavatory here, mm-hmm. and uh, it was done by a plumber. Okay. And uh, I uh, that was done in July, I think it was. Okay. But now when I look at the uh, inside of the bowl, mm-hmm. the water is receding, and it doesn't take long for it to go down. So it fills to to the water line, but then it comes down maybe about a quarter of an inch, maybe a, maybe more. And okay. I'm wondering what I can do to raise it back up so that it'll stay at the water line. Um, typically, there is a filler. Uh, the ballcock may need to be adjusted on that. Um, and if he did a really good job of sealing it. Uh, I don't know whether be... he did or not. <laughs> well, the issue is a, a good installation may be causing exactly this problem because it doesn't really keep the bowl filled. It, the, if the water evaporates or drains out of that lower bowl, a uh, properly installed ball cock doesn't really bleed the water back down into the toilet bowl. Huh. So, you, you know, the the good job, the right thing that happened may be causing this. Again, now you go into the winter, the air is dry. If you leave the toilet lid open, that water just evaporates. Uh, yes. We have this with clients with second homes that, you know, you just have to keep that water from evaporating because... I heard, I was listening to the uh, caller earlier where you said there was evaporation, and I thought maybe that's what it was. But I, uh, I happened to be ready to take my shower when you were... were uh, you know, right after you talked of that. So I had, I was in the uh, bathroom the whole time, and when I lifted the lid, sure enough, the water had receded down. It, it, wouldn't have re- it would not have evaporated that quick. Yeah, you may have just a little bit of a, a leak in that because, frankly, there is a, the, the flushing mechanism. Anyway, I would give that uh, plumber a call back. There's a little bit of an adjustment there. And, and keep in mind, older toilets tend to do these things, too. So having the ball cock replaced uh, replaces the flushing mechanism, not necessarily everything that it needs. Uh-huh. So. Well, I hate to do that because if, if I, I have uh, the uh, insurance on my appliances and stuff so you know ensure i just about everything in the house is insured but it's a hundred dollar service call for him to come out and i was just hoping it was something simple well it is something simple but i, I it's not something simple that uh, you nothing or I that can i can take through. care of no well not well we can but i start messing with it and then it gets worse and worse and then it's more than a hundred dollars so exactly <laughs> yeah well, no, i was wondering if maybe it was you know just the um uh, thing underneath the shutoff valve so i tried to to turn that shutoff valve out as far as i could to see if it was getting all the water in there that it should get yeah my next thing was could maybe the uh chain that that uh uh controls the flapper if that is too tight would that do it if, if the flapper was too tight if the flapper was too tight and your chain was too short it would actually bleed the water down into the to- into the toilet bowl so I would get more water. Yes, ma'am. So that's not the answer. Right, right. Uh-huh. Okay, well, I'll, I'll call my insurance company and tell them the story and see if they, are, if they think that that plumber should come back or if they should send somebody else back because evidently it wasn't installed correctly. Oh, I think maybe it was, but uh, it may be causing it. Do you have another bathroom back-to-back or nearby where other people or that other toilet gets flushed often? Yes. Uh, you may, is it a newer type toilet that flushes with high velocity like it's, you know, water saver type thing? Uh-oh, lost you. Okay, uh, I'll go on anyway. What happens is the way 
plumbing used to be plumbed, the drain pipes down in the basement, the Christmas tree, the stack, whatever, we used to have a Y coming in here, and then not far away there might be another Y to where one bathroom comes in at a 45-degree angle and the other comes in. Now what they've learned is with these high-velocity, really high-performance flushing toilets that they flush with so much force they can draw the water out of an adjacent P-trap or toilet bowl. So now they're asking in the plumbing code that those 45-degree Ys get um, installed very far away from one another so that they don't um, pull the water out of the adjacent fixtures. A 314-436-7900-800-925-1120. This is University of CAMWEX. My name is Scott Mosby. I am at your service. Bring on the phone calls, 436-7900. I'll be right back after this. Mosby KMOX, so much to talk about. Phone lines open for you, 314-436-7900, toll-free, 800-925-1120. And as you go through the home, remember that the weather is changing. We've got some interesting weather upon us. Nice day today, even nicer tomorrow for high temperatures. Monday, snow. Is it time to get ready for the snow shovel? the ice melt, the various types of ice melt. Uh, And if you wait too long, and it may already be there, uh, you know, some of the hardware stores and home centers may start to run out of the ice melt. So if you wait until you need it, it may be too late. So I suspect and suggest maybe today is a trip to the store, maybe tomorrow as well. Get ready for the weather and that snow because when you have snow, even a little bit, or rain, whatever it is, sleet, snow, whatever, that wet stuff, and then you get a Tuesday high temperature of 26 degrees, that means whatever gets wet will turn into ice and at a high temperature of 26, unless you get a lot of sun solar heat gain on a dark surface, it's going to stay icy. So be prepared. This could be uh, an interesting transaction. Watch your wood decks, patios and wood decks. When you have concrete, stone, brick, whatever, down in the soil on the ground, that ground tends to keep that surface a little bit warmer, so you typically don't have the ice quite so much. Now, if you lift that surface up in the air just a little bit, for example, a wood deck and the new composite decking is just as susceptible to that. If you let the cold air get on the top and the bottom and all around, whatever gets wet stays wet as well. Uh, So keep in mind that how you manage your wet and freezing temperatures is getting ready. Uh, next up, let's go to our next caller here on CAMWEX. Uh, and who might that be? Let me see here. Bella. Yeah, okay. Pardon my old eyes. Let's talk to Bella. Hey, Bella, good afternoon. How can I help you? Hi, Scott. Thanks for taking this call. We moved into a house about three months ago, really nice house with a lot of bathrooms. Uh-huh. And we have this intermittent random smell that's almost like a sewer smell that comes on kind of for unclear reasons and then it dissipates within you know five minutes but it happens repeatedly and a couple of times people have come over and walked through the front door and they catch a whiff of it and i'm like oh my gosh maybe we're getting used to something we've had two plumbers come out and check they can't find a reason for it and i'm wondering if you have any idea uh, yes, here's a, an issue. Um, uh, how old is your house? It's about 35 years old. Okay, probably plastic pipe. Uh, I still, uh, I, 
you can get the whole system scoped where they put a fiber optic cable down in those pipes. The problem is you really can't find, you're looking for a pin, a needle, and a haystack. Um, this is, uh, here, here's a great one, and, and thank you to a caller 20 years ago with this idea, um, peppermint. Uh, just peppermint extract from the grocery store, dollar bottle, get a couple of those. And in the bathrooms adjacent to that, if you flush the peppermint extract, you just take the bottle, take the cap off, dump it right in the toilet, flush the toilet quickly, close the lid. Um, that peppermint smell should go away and stay away. If you have a breach in your pipes, and the reason I asked the age of the house, that's getting to cast iron pipes. Cast iron pipes, about 55 years, they start scaling and failing, and they're the vent pipes up in the walls, not usually the wet ones under the floor, and those are the ones you smell. Uh, so if you smell peppermint in the next hour, in that house, try and figure out where it is. It's hard to pinpoint that stuff because a pungent odor, whether it's sewer smell or peppermint extract, either way, it'll give you a clue as to what part of the house it is. And on plastic pipes or PVC, the white or the black ABS, those drain sewer pipes, sometimes they shrink with age and dry out. And oftentimes the plumbers will dry fit when the house is being constructed new and they forget to go back and, and, and glue them. So they can open up to where you have a pipe up in the vent area where no water really moves. It's just the makeup air for the pipe going out through the roof. And you wind up with this smelly thing. So it could be a pipe inside the wall and the peppermint. The next thing is floor drains. Floor drains sometimes evaporate out and they're dry. And, and the reason some of those smells come at you, can you tell we've been in dancing with these for a while at Mosby Building Arts? Yes. <laughs> Yes, we've got a lot of pain. We've shared a lot of pain. And boy, are you going to be smart before this gets solved because you wind up becoming a Ph.D. along the way of all this trial and error stuff. But uh, if a floor drain is dry, you don't really notice it. and You're not going to smell that. OK, you cook dinner, you go in and you turn on the bath vent fan or you run a load of dryer. You know, a, you dry some clothes, you use a bath fan and you cook. So well, those are three vacuum fans that are now blowing air out of the house and makeup air comes in. Well, now you start bringing in through that dry sewer trap all kinds of uh, sewer gas smells that normally without a, a change in pressure, you wouldn't know. So that's another way to look at this. But uh, the, the peppermint extract gives you a clue on the first sense because two plumbers can come in and say, well, <laughs> yeah, plastic pipes, there's not a whole lot can go wrong. Well, um, you know, they, in, in business and in in engineering, inspect what you expect. Well, you know, dump some peppermint extract down and see if those pipes are as well sealed as everybody thinks they are. Okay, brilliant. I am so grateful. Thank you. Well, there may be more. If this doesn't happen and it doesn't help, then you kind of go to the next layer. And, and we've actually had uh, smells, not kind of a sewer gas, if you will, but negative pressures. What, what's happening is we just closed up all our houses. So you bought in the summer. Everything's kind of tight, but it's air conditioning. So you're cooling the air. It doesn't smell. Well, now you started heating those smells. And your furnace might be running a little bit longer. And so you're drawing vacuums just on the imbalance between between supply air and return air and all that. So, you know, if uh, I'm trying to comfort you a little bit there. How's that, Bella? Uh, the issue is there's a lot of reasons why you could be smelling that stuff and, and uh, cause and effect. At least you can get half a sense of why it may be happening. 
Okay. All right. I really appreciate it. Thank you. You bet, Bella. If you if you can't get it, then give us a call next week. We'll figure it out. And uh, you know, th- this is th- you're kind of uh, sensing how Mosby Building Arts evolved into kind of a troubleshooting company, uh, even on the design build in our front and when we're creating new projects. How do you keep this stuff from happening in thirty years? That's part of you know we love it. You know, we God help us, we're a little bit warped in that way, but by golly, we sure <laughs> love it. Okay, I'm gonna call back next week. Let you know if I smell peppermint. Yeah. Okay, Bella. Thank you. Thank right. you. Bye. Th- thanks for the call here on Camwex. And that's kind of a fun thing. I mean, if you're made for this kind of troubleshooting, uh, it's important. And the issue of how do you take, you know, what's in it for Mosby Building Arts to do this? Why do I spend the time on the radio? I'm learning this stuff. And we take that to the design team. The design team then designs designs those eventualities out of the possibilities in the future. It's like, well, okay, we think this might happen. So this is how, you know, we're going to, and, and if you think about it, if, uh, we're vertically integrated as a company, which means we have our own licensed electricians, our own licensed plumbers. We have our own carpenters. We have our own painting crew. So all of that works if you're a smart company. So we invest a lot in training and that's why. So how do we keep this stuff from happening in the future from all the stuff we're learning here on KMWX, just like you are, we're all in this together. Uh, let's see what's happening with my friend, Vicki. Hey, Vicki, good afternoon. Welcome to KMWX. How can I help? Um, I, uh, every once in a while, I will have brown streaks in inside of the toilet bowl, you know, yes. Yep. and then I will take the, um, the, the lid off of the tank to see, you know, what's going on in there. And there'll be like mud uh, on the inside of it. And I th- where where could it possibly be coming from? Oh, Vicki, I know all about this one. I can uh, put your fears to rest. You are getting mud from the water company. Uh, it happens. Um, uh, even where our company is in Kirkwood, we're in kind of a low-lying area. They come by a few times a year and flush out the fire hydrants because somebody gets the sediment from those pipes aging. Well, you know, we're in a city that's a very old. Even if we're in a new neighborhood, that water comes from the central treatment plant carrying with it the, the you know, declining effects of those pipes. So you can get mud coming into your toilet. The streaks in your bath your toilet bowl that is a lime deposit so you get little slow deposits of lime take a bunch of vinegar just household vinegar cheap stuff grocery store dump it white in or bowl. red uh white is simple stuff slosh it around you're using that vinegar acid to take the lime deposits off of the side of the bowl from those long slow dripping you know all those uh how your bowl flushes you'd be surprised and let it in there just if you can leave it in there 24 hours and keep sloshing it around do it works okay and um also uh i because i can't i can't even drink the the water out of my faucets because the the uh the smell of the water is just too strong for me you need a water treatment company you've got bigger issues than just this mud uh um vicky i'm gonna have to hang up on you here so uh because we've got to go here in about uh, 15 seconds but anyway uh, get a water treatment company you may need a whole house filter you may need to treat it that smelly water is a big issue so uh that's important stay tuned here uh we have lots of things coming up here on university of kmwx scott mosby home improvement i love this time